We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Esports Rewind Podcast. But as per usual, this week, some new sponsors for all of you guys. So before we do get started, we got a quick message from one of them. You pick NFL winners every week. You're crushing your fantasy league. So why aren't you betting on your picks? Just go to my bookie. It's fast, easy, and they pay you for winning picks. It's the smartest way to use your football knowledge to earn some cash. You can even bet on games after kickoff with in-game betting. You think a team's going to collapse after a bad first half? You can just drop a bet on the other side at halftime. My bookie also offers parlay betting, where you can wager a little to win big. If all your picks come through on a parlay, you'll win multiple times what you wagered. And if you join now, my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer and let my bookie double that starting bankroll. So this football season, make the smart play. Go to mybookie.ag, use promo code BLUEWIRE, and start winning today. Mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid. And now, let's start the podcast. All right, all right, all right. What's up, Xanifer? How you doing today, my guy? Yeah, my life guy. is good, Jake. Oh, my what's, gosh. What is good? Uh, episode number 18 of the Esports Rewind podcast. I'm doing great, man. It's I, I'm tired as per usual for podcast uh, day, yeah, but I yeah. mean... Is what it is. We can't complain. I think every time we start this podcast now, we just talk about how great the week has been because we've had some great weeks around here, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good year overall for esports, yeah, if we're being real. good year for esports, and that means mm. good year for us. Yeah, and, true, uh, true. So yeah, why, why don't we get this underway? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about, we recap all of the craziest esports and gaming news out there, and yet again, back to back to back something back weeks of crazy news yeah it's kind of insane this has been weird i feel like i was keeping track of esports news before we started working here and like it was fine it was normal you hear every now and again somebody talk trash yeah now it's like people are getting like people are throwing elbows i don't know if it's because we're more into it now that we just realize all the things going on or i feel like ever since the past two months we Mm. like we just realize everyone in the esports scene is like yo drama is good for the scene let's all stir up some stuff right um so yeah we're gonna talk about our stories you ready to roll let's get it all right let's get into it you know zan it's been a while since i've talked about optic and Okay. It's well, I know it's not good news. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks, and yeah. uh, some crazy news happened. I'm going to try and explain it to you. I know that if you tried to explain um, a certain esports story out there mm-hmm. to me, I would probably be a bit confused. So this goes to Call of Duty, and it's about the Optic roster. I'm sure you know about they're going to move yep. to L.A. for right. Call of Duty franchise. Right, of course. Talking about Call of Duty Franchise League is a totally different topic. We've uh-huh. talked about that many a times. Yeah, true, true. Um, this comes to the new, the future Optic Gaming. Which I think In a lot quotes. of yeah exactly <laughs> a lot of us can agree is not going to be what it was. Uh-huh. Um, but now with most recent rumors, it was actually this past week. Krimzik's talked about this a couple of times. He came forward and pretty much said that all of his hard work went to nothing. Pretty much kind of stating that Optic is not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. He also made sure to mention that it was not because of Infinite Entertainment. It was right. not because of Optic J. And so he left people wondering what was it because of. 
we found out just about by the time you guys watched this, it was actually last week. So um, we found out apparently it was actually the team, the Call of Duty roster, mm-hmm. giving a couple of their friends an ultimatum mm-hmm. uh, to choose to stick with the roster and go to Immortals for LA Optic or to lose the team. Yeah, that's and, brutal. I mean, yeah. and it's crazier when you put it in the sense that these guys have played together, that being Skump alongside mm-hmm. uh, Crim6, have played together for nearly five years. No, yeah, those are like some of the only Call of Duty people I know. It's like, it's a rarity for sure. These yeah, kind of long term yeah. relationships are a rarity, if uh-huh. not a one off. Yeah, right. Um, right. You know, so I don't know if you know the history of Optic Gaming. Before that, it was mm. actually Formal, who was a long term member of this roster. Right. He actually ever since went to LG. Now mm. apparently he could be coming back. So let me give you the. I, I know I'm, I might be confusing for hey, you. Yeah, no worries. Um, I ob- follow Optic. Optic is yeah. like because yeah, they're old school. So we find yeah. out according according to Crim's words. We're gonna wait for more responses as well. According to his okay. words, it's a couple of the youngsters. They're called T, uh, TJ and Dashy. Mm-hmm. And it could be formal as well. Mm-hmm. Formal, the ex-optic guy, coming back, and according to Krim, giving Skump alongside Hector Rodriguez Hex right, yeah. an ultimatum, saying, "Hey, you team with us, we go to Optic LA together, mm-hmm. or you lose us." And so, according to Krim, it was Hector and Skump. You know, his mm-hmm. two long, long-term team owner, long-term Hector's obviously been attached to the brand for as long as anyone, and Skump, who he's been friends with for many a year, has been playing alongside for five years. Right. And they're forced into choosing, like, okay, we got a certified really good roster with LA Optic, who's mm-hmm. going to probably pay us pretty well, and mm-hmm. it's a guaranteed franchise team. It's I, I kind of my, my question for you is this: Say me and you are friends for five years, right? Yeah, we're up, we're Call of Duty pros. We've been through the ringer together, man, uh-huh. but we've stuck together side by side. And 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 you find out that I've been given an ultimatum from our, our another couple of our best buddies, mm-hmm. and they tell me. Hey, you get a guaranteed salary for the next year, a franchise spot, and you get a good, really good roster. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is, is drop Zan. How do you? How do you like? I, being being honest, I mean, it's hard. It's rough to hear. I mean, I I can only imagine how how brutal it is to hear that coming like from your friends. But at the same time, I, I get it. I mean, it's business at the end of the day, and especially with the Call of Duty League. Like, it's not that like this is a Nade Shot, Nick Merck situation where that was like another time where people were like, yeah, Nade Shot's stabbing homie in the back. But at the end of the day, business is business. Yeah. You got to you Def- got to. I forgot about that story, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it, it's just that's the thing. We can only imagine. Right. right yeah. Like if he ever saw this, he's probably like, yeah, you guys, you twerps have no idea. And yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. I, right, I've course, never yeah. been backstabbed in this fashion with so much mm-hmm. money on the line by a five year friend. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it came down to optic having this story right. of all the teams out there to right. have this drama, right, right. it has to be optic. And I think even further than that, I bring up the point. Um, so obviously it'd be gut wrenching. We can't really, um, mm-hmm. you know, know how he feels about this, but obviously good reason to be upset. Yeah. And you really can't blame scum. We understand mm-hmm. that. We add in further the fact that now Hex, there was speculation right. he could be doing his own thing, and now he's going back to Immortals. Yeah, Hex. The LA Optic? I don't know how I feel about him right now because he's he's kind of like he's kind of doing making some moves that really aren't painting him in the best light. Especially, and I'm not like saying he's, lo- days, he's he's yeah. not looking like a villain. Yeah, of course it just, not. It, yeah. it makes you more confused what his plans were because uh-huh. people were hoping mm-hmm. that he'd be going somewhere, mm-hmm. maybe starting a new org. And maybe having a COD spot there now. Right. I, and again, we need more details on what's going mm-hmm. on behind the scenes because mm-hmm. who? I, I thought it was really weird that maybe Hector was given an ultimatum mm-hmm. when Hector probably has more options than anyone in this case. I don't know if he actually does though. That's I mean, see, we, again, I don't know. Yeah, so like, it, I remember like a couple weeks ago when we were talking about uh, Optic and Hex and all that stuff going on there, where we, he was getting denied like purchasing options. I think he was trying to buy buy Optic back or something along those lines. And again, that's uh, this like, hairy detail. Uh, yeah. Eventually, it ends up being Lee Zyman who buys the Outlaws. Mm-hmm. And right. so people yeah. like me were thinking, okay, he could partner up with just about anyone. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not the case. Maybe nobody wants to partner with Hex, to be honest. That's pessimistic Zan. I don't out. know. I don't know. It, it is definitely Either pessimistic way, Zan. I don't, but, I don't yeah. think he's a villain here, but yeah, it is very not. weird that mm-hmm. you know everyone was hyping up Hector's new org, man, Hector's new optic, yeah. and now he could be going to Immortals where he literally will only get an optic COD roster. There mm-hmm. will be no other team there named mm-hmm. optic besides Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. to get there, he's getting rid of Crims, and, yeah. and Karma is also another one of long-term guys. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. getting rid of two long-standing optic guys right. and taking this ultimatum as it seems right now publicly. 
And so, I don't know, man. I, I just hate how this franchise league is kind of torn everybody apart. Dude, I could low gonna, key. I'll bring this up next yeah. week, man. It, yeah. It's literally ruining the scene. Yeah, it's kind so of. weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll briefly mention in closing points as well. Mm. Uh, alongside this optic drama, it's so weird to see a franchise league come yeah. to an esport. Mm-hmm. And once this franchise league starts, all of the Call of Duty orgs that we have come to know, mm-hmm. they're not there. They all. They just got snapped out of it's existence. Like, They're it's gone. Like, it's, like, it's wild. All of a sudden, yeah. we have all these businesses like freaking mm. Lowe's and Walmart. And, <laughs> I don't know. All these names you don't know yeah, are going to own honestly. teams. And like, who's going to cheer for Kronky Sports? Like, Yo, I'm just waiting for no Apple. No offense to Apple's going to come right? through if they're like, <laughs> Yo, we got iPhone gay. Yo, like, like, yeah. here we go, guys. Yeah. A- Apple phones. Yeah. Literally, their name is going to be for the uh-huh. team, the phones or something. Yeah, some some kind of plug. Yeah, it's just yeah. weird. Uh-huh. Um, It'll be Apple spelled like APL. Oh, yeah, of course. Like the freaking stock. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah right. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, more college drama coming soon, Whoa. guys. Uh, Optic is full of drama right now, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what their future really is because it's surely confusing right now. All right, so to keep things a little bit more positive. Uh, I, always, you know, I love when you're positive, Sam. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, anyway, esports, we're making moves as a community. We're getting one step closer to the Olympics every year. Yes, we are. And yep. what game do you think might be? Is that, what gonna, is that a talking point today? Or what, what? Uh, no, I mean, because th- we're talking about the, uh, the Intel World Open, which is happening right before the next uh, Olympics. I actually you know? have not heard about Intel World Open. Yeah. What, what is it? Yeah, so basically, this is a tournament run by Intel, Intel primarily, of course, I mean, okay. with the Wait. name and all that. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you no, know, I thought it was Microsoft. <laughs> but no, um, anyway, so they're kind of doing an... It's an event leading up to the Winter Olympics. It's not officially part of the Winter Olympics, although it is endorsed by dumb the question, Olympics. Dumb question. Yeah, go for winter it. Olympics 2020? Uh, yes, that is 2020. So this is leading up to it, so it's this winter? Uh, no, no, no. It's like it's leading up to it's, – it's a bit complicated, the schedule. Okay. Because they got online qualifiers and all that, of all course, right. too. But the event itself will be taking place, I believe, two days before the Olympics and then on the very first day of the Olympics. And Very interesting. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's that's going to be the main event with online open qualifiers for anybody beforehand. We know how those go usually. Yeah, I mean those are always a little dicey. <laughs> the first cheaters ever in Olympics <laughs> will be will be freaking via esports. No, yeah, right. We'll be showing up to the Olympics and uh, people will be like, ah, oh, you know what? We found out that <laughs> homie over here is teaming. Yeah, the XX Swag Seventeen was freaking yeah. <laughs> teaming in a bush. You know, but it seems like they made good picks for the games. They're going with Street Fighter Five and Rocket League. Okay, very yeah. interest, per, very peculiar picks. As you yeah. notice, they avoid any mm-hmm. games with guns, yeah, which is fair. Which is fair. More traditional type games that I imagine an average audience can latch on to way easier. Oh, this like is the sure. 500k announcement. Yeah, this oh, is. Yeah, I'm it's with too. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were okay. talking about this in the office the other day. All right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's 500k total for the event. 250k split between Rocket League and uh, you know Rocket split. League gets 250. 250. That's a lot of money for Street Fighter, man. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got to be rejoicing. Yeah, I over mean, there. we all all of uh, all those fighting game heads know we 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 poverty a little <laughs> bit, <laughs> but we're we're slowly building our coffers a little bit. Actually, uh, Intel's director of business development, Mark uh, Sabotnik. I hope I hope I'm close, close to yeah. pronouncing that right. Um, he said that yeah, they picked these two games because. Even casual spectators can watch them and keep up with what's going on on screen. Like obviously, they don't expect people to be reading into like, ah, oh, yeah, Akuma just threw out that really that dragon punch, and you know, no, yeah, they don't there, expect there's that. There's probably more reasons behind yeah, it, but you know, yeah, of the uh-huh. of the safe genre games, you know, yeah. I think Rocket League's they're, they're a solid pick. So we'll, yeah, Rocket League's a good pick, and Street Fighter has its long-standing history. If you think Street Fighter's a solid FGC pick, then I'd probably yeah, have to it's, be, agree with you. You know, it's 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 a good representation. The scene's been coming back. The game has been been getting a lot better in recent months. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm just happy that we're 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 finally getting closer to actually being approved. Yeah. So Olympics, how will they partake so. in the? Not necessarily in the Olympics, but just really uh, kind yeah. of as a side to, note, to, side note to it. By my understanding. Like I said, it's endorsed by the Olympics committee. Okay, okay. And it is going to be happening in the same area. I don't know for sure that it's the exact same venue. I saw conflicting details on that. But at the very least, it's it's an Olympic-adjacent event. Yes. So, and so hey, the more yeah. eyes, the merrier. Uh-huh. I mean, we were we got pretty close with the uh, – I think it was the event in 2018. In, in, I, I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. We yeah. got close, but I think things negotiations got shut down. Yeah, no, the event actually happened, but I think we got, like, non-official medals. Okay. Like, we got, like, Olympic medals, but they're, like – Paper mache or something. Yeah, I, you know, I think it'll be a while t- until we yeah. get there. But uh-huh. if we can get big events that are around it, and fe- 
you know, yeah. memorize. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm, glad they're they're willing to associate with us. Yeah, I'm not sitting like, here hey. thinking, if we don't get Olympics by 2024, <laughs> I'm quitting esports, dude. This is freaking boat. Or we're doing our own thing. We're burning it all down. Yeah. <laughs> like, real sports are going to pay if we don't. I, we're opening not, the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's going to be a thing for sure. Oh, yeah, Someone's definitely. Someone's going to try that if we don't definitely. get it eventually. Yeah, Intel's going to be like, yeah. Gosh, the Intel Olympics. We're going to get made fun of so bad if we do that. Oh, so let's yeah, hold definitely, off for now. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, we're inching closer. So mm-hmm. yeah. I can't complain about that. Yeah, good prize pools. And uh, now we're into well, at least back-to-back week, Zan, of mm-hmm. Twitch bands. Hello, welcome oh, back there to we the go. regular there we go. segment of Twitch bands for racial slurs. Yeah, I feel like it's like every other week now. We're yep. like, hey, you know, so-and-so, I know you really like them, but... Oh, they, they've dropped a bad word yeah, before. They did a bad. They they did a bad thing. Yep. Not and great. I, I just can't wait for the moment. Someone's uh-huh. gonna clip us saying uh, like a, a uh-huh. kind of not even a bad word, but like yeah. a word that somehow in a different language sounds like a bad word. You know, I was going out. to the grocery store the other day. Yeah. And someone's gonna use that and somehow <laughs> uh-huh. hear the N word out of yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, either uh-huh. either way, this one's mm-hmm. all around Liquid TF Blade. I, I'm always curious about your insight on the bands because. Right. We've had such a wide variety, mm-hmm. and especially when it comes to Twitch, we not only see subjective bans of, oh, you should get banned, you shouldn't get banned, oh, you did something really bad, we're not mm-hmm. going to ban you, you did mm-hmm. something less bad, we're going to ban you. Yeah. One and day, seven day, 30 day. Twitch is all over the board when it comes to these kind of things. And they've never explained it. Yeah. They've never said anything about it. That's the best it. part. No yeah. response, uh-huh. best response. Um, but let's, let's hit you with it here, Zan. It's actually yeah, Liquid TF Blade, mm-hmm. and it's now his second racial slur ban right. by Twitch. Let me clarify his first one. I mm. think a lot of us can agree. Mm. Didn't say it. Yeah, I think it's pretty good chance he didn't say it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think close. I think yeah. a far majority of people agree with that. Mm. Um, he was actually accused of saying the N-word a while back. Mm. His 14-day suspension was then reduced right. to seven days. Yeah. And at that point, people yeah. are like, okay, so you said he said the N-word. You gave him a 14-day. Uh-huh. If you still don't think he said the N-word, why do you reduce his ban to a seven-day? No, yeah, why not just cancel it? It was suspicious. <laughs> what, what's, what's the, what's the law? I, I would love to know the logic. They're like, you know what? There's a 50% chance he said it, <laughs> so we're going to cut the sentence by 50%. <laughs> yes, like, what is like, like either uphold it yeah. or take it all away. Yeah, um, right, right. But now I think more people agree this one was deserved. He's already mm-hmm. apologized. Um, he did use the word, the coin, the term uh, dogs. Mm-hmm. Now when it comes to European, Eastern, and I believe Nordic culture, mm-hmm. um, along the lines of also, I think, Turkey falls in there. I'm going to sound stupid no matter what, okay? We don't have the best record with geography on this podcast. I'm going to sound stupid no matter what I say. Around those regions, this term, especially... And which regions are those, Jake? God, shut up. (laughs) You guys know what I'm saying. When when used around those regions, especially towards people of those cultures, Uh using the word, the term dogs... Yes, that is considered yeah. to be a racial slur. It's got a history, for sure. And you look at Twitch Terms of Service, mm-hmm. that is defamatory, that can be considered derogatory, harassment. Mm-hmm. It deserves a ban. He knows that. He's admitted it. Right. Um, now, when it comes time for American people, when they hear the word dogs and out of context, they will literally laugh and say, Twitch is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, Twitch is not stupid for giving the ban out in this case. They are stupid in the way that they give out bans to a guy like TF Blade and not other people we talked about right, of course. last week. <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not going to say names. And, uh, tougher. Tougher. <laughs> tougher. Uh, uh, tofu. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, we've talked about this, and it's not only him. It's other people as well yeah. that have escaped bans. Consistent problem with Twitch. And for me, I, I'm, I'm curious what you think about this very briefly. Mm. When I talk about a guy like TF Blade who has already kind of screwed over in the past, right. and now we have this. Where suspicious to me, maybe not to you guys, it's 11 days after he was actually banned from the EUNE League of Legends server mm-hmm. because that's where it did take place. It mm-hmm. took place in a server in those regions where that term is considered to be a racial slur. Right. Appropriate. Right. 11 days later, Twitch staff bans him. It seems very weird. It seems to me yeah. like someone maybe has an eye out for this guy. It's a deserved ban. Uh-huh. But for this uh-huh. guy to get constantly uh, just constantly sought after. And again, I would say alongside, again, racial slurs are racial slurs. Right, yeah. But the things we've heard other people say and not get banned have mm. been far worse. Uh-huh. I feel I feel bad for the guy. I really do. I mean, that's understandable. I mean, I, I, I don't, because I mean, realistically speaking, there are so many other things. You could just not insult people. Yeah, I, yeah, but I the, like your, that's yeah, why I like your standpoint. Yeah, like I just, I, I feel like if I was a streamer, and this is probably why I probably will never be a streamer, I would be so careful with my word choice constantly. 
Like I'd, I'd avoid anything that could be potentially misconstrued as. That's like, why I don't cuss, man. Like yeah, exactly. I know. Don't it's... even put it in my freaking body. Otherwise, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Eventually, and yeah, again, it's just like you got to be concerned. It's a tough profession because mm. you're constantly under the scope. Right. And if you're going to stream right. for God, 60, 40, 60 hours a week, mm. you're going to slip up, man. Right. Yeah, of course. I've um, had I've had like conversations for like an hour where I've I've had like, oh, that word choice wasn't great. Yeah. But you can't really rock, walk something back on stream. Yeah. Once it's out there. It's out there. Exactly. And that, yeah. that's the part that sucks. And then very lastly, again, mm. in closing, I think it sucks even more because now we have the liquid owner getting involved mm. and yeah. he's clearly like, hey. Uh, by the time this comes out, yeah. there might be a punishment. He's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we don't ag- approve of that behavior, obviously. Uh-huh. We'll see what his punishment is in the next few days. Mm-hmm. I think they would have kicked him right away if they were going to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do anything So like I that. wonder what the punishment's going to be. I mean, maybe maybe that's the right move here. Maybe orgs or whoever is representing these streamers need to get more involved at the ground level as opposed to letting yeah. Twitch handle it. Yeah, maybe. Because you know? Twitch obviously can't. They realistically yeah. speaking, they Twitch, can't. Twitch has proven that they cannot. Yeah. They cannot go around every ban appropriately. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right. Maybe we see, you know, Phase or Liquid right. get yeah. involved and say, "Hey, we're cutting their pay for two weeks." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And everyone, maybe that. Hey, that, freak yeah, dude. Ooh, we fi- we fixed yo, it. We fixed dude. it. <laughs> liquid, stop paying TF Blade. <laughs> but hopefully, an appropriate judgment will be here soon. I feel mm-hmm. bad for the guy. Right. It's fair right. in some cases. It's kind of unjust mm-hmm. given the broad context. Of course. So uh, we'll see what happens next week in terms of Twitch streamers going rogue. Can I get a hoya or no? No, no idea. <laughs> what? what is, <laughs> oh my gosh! It was a thing. Is that, I swear. is that a specific kind of drink or something? I feel like that was a thing somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. can I get a hoya? No. Mm-mm. All right, maybe it's just Not, my hey, school. Maybe, maybe it just wasn't a Vegas thing. Who knows? Yeah, my, yeah. yeah, I'm an yeah. Iowa guy, yeah. so maybe that. Yeah, I mean, shit. I, I say bet all the time. True. You guys, I've got you guys on that. We now. all, oh, yeah. low key. I <laughs> yeah, freaking exactly. hate that I say some things. <laughs> I'm starting to indoctrinate you all. Fix your language. But anyway, why yeah. I said that. Yeah, because we're talking about a legitimate potential competitor to Twitch for and, once. Yes, and it's not yeah. pronounced Hoya. What is it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it is actually properly pronounced. I would imagine Hoya. I, I think it's Hoya. I think it's Hoya. <clears throat> but, um, I mean, in, every time we talk about Twitch, I think the point we eventually wind up coming back to is like, oh, yeah, people don't have other options. It's Twitch, or like, what are you going to do? Go to Mixer? Yeah, which, like, no. Yeah, like, right? Like, I mean, I understand why people want to, yes. but it's just like, it doesn't have the functionality, it doesn't have the viewer base, it doesn't have, like, anything, right? Mm-hmm. Thing is, though, Huya might be the first viable competitor, actually. And I feel Couple like you told me about this a long time ago, and I yeah, could be probably. thinking of a different site. Yeah, no, you probably heard because I was ta- talking about this a couple months ago when okay, they yeah. uh, they signed a contract with actually connecting to our last story again, Team Liquid. That yeah. you told me about this. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so yeah. you've been on the Huya train for a while. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like to keep an eye on China. You know, they're doing a lot of interesting things when it comes to esports. Yeah. And um, yeah. Anyway, we know Twitch is doing great. Uh, just to throw out some numbers, Twitch has 2.2 million people streaming daily, roughly, and around 15 million viewers daily, which mm-hmm. is, you know, that's like great numbers. Uh, by comparison, let's see what M- Mixer looks like. Mixer only has about 30 million monthly users. Okay. Which, you know, really not great. And, and you just said how many daily for Twitch? 2.2 million. So it's not it's far off. It's not aggressively, but, you know, it's still, it's still like a wide gap. Okay. <coughs> Pardon me, at the end of the day. And, uh, oh, wait, actually, the 2.2, that's just people streaming. Okay. The viewers daily for Twitch is 15. Okay, I was yeah. going to say, those, yeah, yeah. those numbers no, yeah. are pretty close there, no, Sam. No, 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 yeah. Make sure you get your yeah. metrics right there, uh-huh, Cap. Uh-huh. And the metrics are important here because Huya is exclusive to China. And yet, it already has, let's take a look here, 55 to 100 million active users monthly. I couldn't get an exact number because I don't know that they're providing that. It has 55 to 100 million active users monthly. monthly yeah. And Mixer has 30 33 million. million. 30 million. 30 million monthly. Mm-hmm. So it's already beating Mixer yeah, without like having Ninja. 50, 50 is the low end estimate. Okay. Yeah. And um, part of this, admittedly, is because Twitch is banned in China, like completely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you have to use a VPN to access it just because, you know, <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> China has a history of doing that with any Western media sites that have that look like they might be problematic. But like there are about 700,000 streamers on Huya and they have apparently a better rev share split than Twitch. That's all I read. Everything I read on it said like, yeah, you get you get more. And for what we know, Twitch, you get half your subs. 
I believe so. You get half yeah. your subs, uh, subscription mm-hmm. money. What, mm-hmm. what about Huya? Huya, I couldn't find specifics because once again, it All is, we know it is, is in it's Chinese. Better. It is in Chinese, so kind <clears throat> of okay, a language yeah, true, barrier true. there. Like obviously, I could have. <coughs> pardon me. Maybe I could have found like a Chinese site. Yeah. But you know, Google Translate is so unreliable. Um, but anyway, it's Huya has only been around for a little over a year, and it's growing. At like it's doubling its growth like every single year, year after year, um, according to this other. It's doubling its growth every single year, but it's only been around for. Oh, a well, year. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you uh, mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's quarter, quarters. Monthly. Like here, from for here, here's something a little bit more precise. Over the last three quarters, who has averaged a 189 percent growth in earnings. So it's nearly doubling every quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in, in earnings, okay. They just recently invested uh, $30 million in the ESL for ESL events. Oh, my and gosh. That, now, that could be big. Yeah, because right. Because I know right. ESL gets heavily involved with fighting or shooter shooter games. Mm-hmm. And if they can have the Chinese lock on. Oh, no, they my. will have the Chinese lock because they are the streaming platform in China. There are a lot of Chinese viewers for games like CS, and ESL <coughs> runs a lot of CS events. Oh, yeah. my goodness yeah, yeah, gracious. I'm dying over here. Yeah, Twitch, Twitch just has me like they they heard Wheezy. they heard they heard me talking trash. They sent, their, uh, <laughs> they, sent they sent something over Cast the airwaves. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. So if they can get a little lock on ESL and big organizers, mm. we all know Chinese. You, oh my God, right. for PUBG. Yeah, woo. yeah. And this is all these numbers. This is purely in China. And Huya is talking about making the move over to U.S. One thing I will say. And talking about partnering with more esports teams. Before they potentially move to the U.S. and Mm. partner with more esports orgs, Mm. we have seen huge inflated numbers from Chinese viewership from these Chinese streaming sites. Is Huya one of those? Because it could be. It could be, but... No one knows their metric for viewers. No one... Yeah, see... By my my understanding, the viewer metrics on this are pretty standardized, right? Okay. But... There are also several other metrics that people would refer to as like, when we talk about, let's say, impressions on Twitch, that means a very specific thing where I don't know if Huya and other Chinese platforms mean the same thing when they say yeah, impressions. Yeah, there might you know? be a loss in translation there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it could just be, oh, this is this video shows up in somebody's feed, not even them clicking on it. That could read as an impression. Yeah, yeah, like that sure. Type them of hovering thing. over it. Oh, right, impression. Right. Yeah, like I, 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 just, I just don't know because I can't, you know, yeah. we don't have access to that data. But... Realistically speaking, that's not none of that is the most important factor in why Huya could like low key body Twitch. They're partnered with Tencent. Oh no, that's all <laughs> you have yeah. Why didn't you just start with that, bro? <laughs> you literally could have just said Huya Tencent. I'll be like, all right, I'm there. What? Of course. Yeah. Oh my freaking gosh, it yeah. makes me itch. If you, sorry, sorry for anyone who's not only not watching on YouTube. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, we love Tencent. Yeah, we've always wanted to be sponsored by Tencent. Tencent is have, the best company in the they world. They're literally a god in esports, <laughs> and of course they have hands in this. Do you yeah. know how big of hand they have it? I I don't know. I, they're all invested. I read, they don't they don't own everything. it. but they are a partner. They have a dip in every. They got a yeah. finger in everybody's hair. Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to put it. Um, <laughs> but it's probably accurate, <laughs> realistically speaking. They uh, we don't we could not name a single company in esports that has more hands and more games than, than freaking Tencent or organizations and companies. Tencent might as well be running the industry at this point. <clears throat> Just the fact that you said that, I, mm-hmm. I said they have a chance. I mean, I cannot wait to see it, how this comes to fruition mm-hmm. and their plan to take on America. Mm-hmm. I would say one thing that I noticed when it comes to Chinese sites compared to American sites it's, it seems a lot more sloppy and free-handed in the way that they do things. Yeah, I feel that. I feel I like feel I feel like Twitch is a bit more uptight, a bit more kind of you know. It's a it's a. I like what they do. On, I like the way Twitch lo- looks. I like the way Mixer looks. Mm-hmm. When I see Chinese websites, it's hectic. It can be. I took a look at Huya. Very organized. Very is, is like it? Okay. In, in comparison to a lot of other sites. Like I know like not a Chinese site, but just because I feel like more people might associate with this one. Nico Nico Duga was Japanese YouTube essentially. That's busy 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 huya seems very organized when i looked at it and based on everything they've said about it like this statement from huya ceo uh can i get this name very wrong i apologize in no, advance yeah uh, wrong jay dong um we're longing for the u.s market we know in the u.s uh, us- users have high value and there's a large pool of users. We also recognize Twitch is a very strong competitor. We hope we are well prepared and are clear on- of our strategy before we enter the U.S. market. So I very much feel like we're going to get a tailored 
user portal for the U.S. that's maybe even more even more organized, more like our yeah, standard media hopefully. sites, right? Yeah. Because, pardon me, we all know if they really wanted to, they could have just pushed out a U.S. version of their website in like probably like a month. I mean, they got Tencent money backing them up. They could do whatever. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they, they, they're saying all this months ahead of time. I mean, they, we may not see Huya in America for another year or so. But, but hopefully when they do, it's yeah. ready to go. I and mean, we'll see how it hits it Twitch. Probably it will be because, I mean, if they've already got better numbers in Mixer and they're only in China. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's kind of like. It's a crazy way to put it. Yeah. Like, if they um, actually can, if they even just put a little bit of that Tencent money into some American mm -hmm. streamers, mm -hmm. oh, my. No, just think, they got Team Liquid. They're Team Liquid's exclusive streaming partner. But that must be for a certain event, certain events, because TF Blade is part of Liquid, and he's not on. Well, I mean, obviously, who, like, you know, TF Blade streams to primarily English listeners, I would assume. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so obviously. Oh, only yeah. Chinese streamers from yeah, Liquid friends. friends. I, by my understanding, they're going to do a lot of exclusive stuff for China. But down the line, once they are over here, Team Liquid will be switching. Yeah, that probably just, yeah. wow. Yeah. And that's already quite a few viewers for at mm -hmm. least a couple of their streamers. Right, yeah. I mean, they could easily Woo! make another couple pickups. Woo! They could just be like, oh, hey, what is that? Who you, you know, Tim, Tim the Tap Man, you, know, you want to come yeah, chill? You want to be the first American hello? streamer, first yeah, big boy right, American streamer right. on Huya? Yeah, imagine a Huya 100 Thieves partnership. Oh, my gosh. Huya? It'd be a wrap. Huya? It'd be a wrap. Oh my goodness! Uh, where's that stock price? Let's let's track it from now on. That <laughs> yeah, right, stock right. Price, but it's about probably, to set it on alert. Like, oh my gosh, dude! You should have told me this. Oh, we should invest before we post this <laughs> podcast episode. All right, the future of Huya. Yeah. Can it take over Twitch in the coming years? Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll be see. watching. We'll see. All right, guys. Before we jump into our next topic on the podcast, we have a quick shout out to another one of our sponsors. The sports world never stops. So how are you supposed to read every great article or keep it on top of every great highlight without wasting time in your busy day? So stop scrolling through dozens of apps and sites you don't find esports info you actually need on, and check out Axios Sports. Axios Sports is a modern take on the sports page, delivered straight to your inbox. You'll start every morning with the best stories from across the sports world, from NBA and NFL to sports like cricket and ping pong. If it's being played, Axios Sports has the highlights, stats, and the trends that you want to see. Just go to sports.axios.com and sign up. It's super simple. You'll get everything you need to know in a clean, easy-to-read format, catch up in the final scores in the elevator up to your office, or read the article that has everyone talking on the train to work. Sports Axios will save you time and keep you informed no matter what sports you follow. So join the 100,000 plus fans on Sports Axios who start their day with all the info they need to know. There's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. Just the best curated sports content delivered directly to you. So go to sports.axios.com and do yourself a favor. Save time, stay informed, and sign up for the Axios Sports Newsletter for free today. And now, back to the podcast. All right, Zan, my last topic for you. All right, all Let's right. keep it brief mm -hmm. for all the viewers out there. We're going to talk about poaching in esports and uh, a, a little bit about this, right, a little right. bit of background. We actually had an organization, many of you guys know about that being G2, accused mm -hmm. yet again mm -hmm. of poaching players. Now, uh, <laughs> the way it was actually said, though, it was actually a tweet from the CEO of Team Crazy or Crazy Esports, mm -hmm. and uh, he actually accused Ocelot well-known G2 owner of poaching his players. And I kind of want to talk about this, posted a video which actually did pretty decent about this. What classifies poaching in esports? Let me get your definition. Uh, if, you, if you have one on top of your head. Yeah, I would say going behind an organization's back. Because I imagine there is like, oh, sorry, Mike. <laughs> I imagine there's a way, there's an order of operations this goes in. Mm -hmm. Like you're supposed to reach out to a player is like, I don't know, like their PR person or whatever. Or some agent. sort of management first and yeah. say, hey, what's yeah. up? Can I talk to your player? Mm -hmm. That way the mm -hmm. organization knows. Yeah, even, even if it's not the organization, I don't know, maybe like a, a third-party agent. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was a player, I'd want like somebody outside of the org managing my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you think directly directly contacting the players behind the organization's back? Yeah, yeah. Because poaching? Like if I slid in the TF Blades DMs and I was like, oh, I heard you were on the outs with Liquid. You want to, you wanna, you know, come, come through? Boom. Then, poaching? Yeah, I would say so. I'm with you on that yeah. one. Uh, yeah. the, the thing is, so... What this comes down to is we actually had G2 accused back in League of Legends days. And so League of Legends is one of the few esports where poaching has actually been defined because mm -hmm. they have a database tracking contracts. Okay. They pretty much say if they have knowledge in their database of you having a contract from here to here, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to be contacted in That's that fair. window. That's fair. 
But when it comes time for games, let's say like CSGO, which they've now been accused in, mm -hmm. there's no database saying this player's contract, this player's not, here's how long it is. Right. And so we have p players being contacted all the time. Mm -hmm. So what's considered poaching in League of Legends is going on all the time across many esports out there. Mm -hmm. So it kind of comes down to the question, you know, do you consider that to be poaching or is it based off the esports individual rules? Because it can get a bit sketchy. No, yeah. Actually, I, as soon as you said that, I, I immediately saw how this gets dicey because we have problems all the time just finding a player's social media account. Mm -hmm. Like, I imagine how difficult it must be for an org to find out, oh, how long is this person's contract? Are they still with the organization? Yeah. Like, you know, it must be such a nightmare to try and do that. And so, you know, you kind of bring up a different mm -hmm. standpoint as yeah. to, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh -huh. Obviously, when you have established rules for an eSport, right, right. don't break those rules. No, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's a hassle, but I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, you just put in the time and effort. And nothing has came of these accusations. That's how mm -hmm. light these are. So I'm not accusing G2 here. But, mm -hmm. you know, poaching is a thing in real traditional sports. It's a right. huge thing. You can yeah. get fines for it. You can mm -hmm. get uh, in big mm -hmm. trouble for it. When it comes to eSports, we've not really seen any big punishments about this. Um, so when it comes to CSGO, though, you know, what's your what's your way around this, right? Because as like you said, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're an org or an owner and you want to contact a player it's pretty freaking easy to go to twitter dms and say yo what's up man yeah definitely. as opposed to having to reach out to the org having to get uh -huh. clearance to actually talk to their player maybe they lie to you and say no he's under contract for a while right and right. so you know there's that fine line of uh -huh. what what's okay to you and how can we actually judge this honestly i'm just i think i'm on the side of like league here i like the fact that they have this database of contracts i think something like that should probably be standardized just for the sake of transparency. So first of all, maybe that will probably help with the problem we've had a lot in the esports community lately where players aren't getting paid. If we know, hey, this is what your salary says you're supposed to get, and that's public yeah. info, it'll make it harder for orgs not to Some do kind of enforcer. Yeah. Obviously, it'll have to be esport by esport because, uh, you know, of course, of course. Uh, how big that'd have to be to cover every esport, yeah. every player I mean, out there. We do, we do need some kind of regulatory group, to be honest, because mm -hmm. let's be real, WISA is nothing. They're <laughs> like, yeah, they haven't done much. Yeah, they investigate NIP, everything though. they've done has been that, kind of trash. That NIP investigation. <laughs> Yo, though. I mean, like that was. <laughs> I got Ian <laughs> nailed that. Lisa doing work. <laughs> Google Translate doing work. Yeah, oh, true, um, true, true. I wonder how much Google got paid for that investigation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I I, I bring um, it up because it's kind of a, it's not a huge deal, right? I, but it, yeah. you know, it could be in the future. So maybe mm -hmm. we do set up. Maybe we do see some sort of form of that set up across other esports. Yeah, and it is a lot of work and mm -hmm. uh, some sort of regulatory form of, of, okay, we know this is bad, right? but I think until then, we're going to keep on seeing it. It's going to keep on, it's going to be one of those things that traditional sports would not allow that's going to mm -hmm. float, float on by for yeah. a while for esports yeah. because until it's somebody, the easiest way to do until it. Until somebody gets a little greedy, sticks their toe a There's little bit too deep in the water. Someone's like, going to poach a little yeah. too hard, yeah, and yeah. some org owner is just going to freaking snap, like meet at land, just like, yeah. yo! <laughs> and we're gonna we'll be, we'll be covering it when it does yeah, happen. Yeah, we'll be we'll, you best believe we'll be talking. <laughs> we'll, we'll come in like midnight on a Sunday. We're like, <laughs> guys, it happened. <laughs> Some org owner just got knocked the frick out. <laughs> Whoa, guys! Nade shot just punched Banks out. <laughs> Nade shot just flat out punched Banks for stealing so and so and so. All right, we'll, we'll break it down yeah. when that does come. Uh -huh. But until then, poaching, eh? Yeah, not too big of a deal. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thinking about, talking about people dipping their toes a little bit too far into the water, you know, getting a little bit too greedy. The UK is looking at EA and loot boxes and going like, mm, you know what, maybe maybe dial that back, maybe don't do that, maybe, you know, we say no. We've been covering this for yeah. so long and uh. it keeps on just, ste we're stepping closer and closer to action being taken, man. And Yo, you're probably happy as this is, balls. This is action being taken, like, in progress as we speak. Woo. Like, legit, I am so... So impressed by the UK government and how fast of a turnaround we've seen on this, which I mean, realistically speaking. For now. Yeah, I mean, for, for, for a government-like type situation, this is incredibly impressive. So uh, just today, actually, the day we're recording this, Thursday, uh, a, the UK Parliament <coughs> actually released an article titled the, uh, or it's an inquiry rather, looking into the rise of immersive and addictive technologies. Now, okay. This wasn't about loot boxes specifically. They covered like tons of different topics. And I, I think you should check it out at some point because they talk about esports. They talk about cyberbullying. Uh, by the way, they like esports. They Heck say yeah. they say they like the way orgs are doing, trying to like treat their players properly. They think there's room for growth. And the parliament was just like, hey, yeah, maybe we work on how we can integrate this safer into schools and stuff. And, like, good to hear. You know, I guess, yeah, good, good looks. But anyway, 
there was a one very, very telling line. I just want to read you this quote because I got so happy reading this. I was like, yeah, get him. Zan is very anti loot box if you guys yeah. didn't know. See, I wasn't until a couple months ago and I looked into it and I was like, hmm, maybe UK we don't got need- him fired up today. <laughs> yeah, for real. What was it? Okay, it says, we recommend that loot boxes that contain the element of chance should not be sold to children playing games. And instead, in-game credits should be earned through rewards won through playing the games. In the absence of research, which proves that no harm is being done by exposing children to gambling through the purchasing of loot boxes, then we believe the precautionary principle should apply and they are not permitted in games played by children until the evidence proves otherwise. Which is huge. <sighs> that's like that's like saying, imagine, imagine going up to NBA 2K and saying, yeah, you got to be M-rated, my guy. Yep, people got to hand over their their Imagine if every game we play with loot Mm -hmm. boxes, which is every game, by the way, pretty much. It really actually isn't. It feels like it. And this this is part of why I'm really against loot boxes. It, well, besides it, like fighting games, what what doesn't have it? Most stuff, surprisingly. Well, I I look I looked up a list of games, right? Because that's when I when I looked in the loot boxes originally, my thought process before that point had always been, mm-hmm. okay, maybe loot boxes are necessary evil. Maybe this is what we need to support certain games that are live services and everything, keep them making content for what us. What doesn't and all have that, loot right? boxes? Surprisingly, most stuff. Like when I looked up the list of major games that have loot boxes in them, it was only like thirty titles. But there are a lot of big titles. They're they're big titles, but they're titles that don't need loot boxes. Like, can you honestly say Overwatch needs loot boxes to survive? Yeah, you make you know like need, but they make a lot of money. They make a lot of money. We don't know how they could affect the player base. I'm 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 on the win with this one, man. I think yeah. I think making eighteen plus is is, it can be harmful to the overall Mm -hmm. esports economy. See, yeah, making 18 plus definitely, but this is the way I see it. This is a move that says, hey, get rid of loot boxes. If you want your games to not be rated M, if you don't want the tag attached to them, it's just saying, just stop having loot boxes. Easy. Because realistically speaking, I know, I know, especially in terms of stuff like CSGO, and this inquiry does specifically uh, not reference Not only, hey, CSGO. don't target CSGO. Hey, the, the inquiry, Overwatch. The inquiry specifically Apex talks about Legends, CSGO. Battlefront. Obviously, obviously CS CS is not bad. I'm not. I'm or they're the one of the least I, egregious. I, 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 don't, ones I don't know that I can say it's not bad, but it's definitely on the lower end. Okay, for sure. Uh, right. This is such but, a debatable point, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But every single bit of research that's been done, like I remember that study that I read last time we talked about it, said saying that loot boxes were more closely linked to problem gambling. I know you than already told me this. Literally drinking and alcoholism and all that, and it's like, do you? It is. Let's be real here. Do you think CSGO Go can survive without loot boxes? That's the thing. I don't know. Is your game so weak that it can't Whoa, survive dude. without loot Why boxes? Why don't you calm the frick down, okay? I'm just saying yeah. that when it comes time for uh-huh. collecting things, trading things, right? selling, buying things, having mm-hmm. an economy, that certainly can help a game a lot. Yeah, but you can do that without loot boxes. You really but can. But things lose a lot of value when you just can earn them all in game. Yeah, sure. They lose some value. But some? It could be all. If it's all, I think, honestly, I don't... I don't think I mind that trade-off because realistically speaking, think about it like this, right? Say, instead of being loot boxes, say you have to work your way up to a certain level to earn a certain sniper rifle skin, just as an example, right? Yeah. But you still made it, make it so that skin can be traded. Yeah, but th- then you can't have a buying and selling market because then you only have, you have a bunch of these farming top level guys only being able to make money. Like, can you still have an economy? Do you still buy, yeah. sell for real life cash? Is, is real real world trading just I, dead then, or you I only th- have in game markets? I think there's some kind of way here to make everybody happy. I don't but think we I found do, it yet. I don't. I don't know that we found it yet, but I do know that we have a lot of proof that loot boxes. Oh, I f- flat out no. There is very little debate. Loot boxes harm a, a, a large group of people. I'm not Definitely saying a more minority. I honestly think but, this is a step in the right direction. If yeah. we can find a he- we we I think we've said this before. If we mm-hmm. can find a healthy medium of how our games don't die and still can flourish, right, and not persuading our kids to gamble i mm. think it's a good thing i think honestly we just don't need loot boxes you yeah, can still have in-game purchases I, i'm not i'm not saying get rid of in-game purchases I'm, or economies or anything i'm saying loot boxes very specifically as but i don't think you, sh- you should not have like, to harm people who are responsible enough that they only buy loot boxes because they want to mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be forced to take that out of the game entirely well the way i see it is you know i you, have you ever heard the phrase i am my brother's keeper yeah, but or, I don't know what it means. <laughs> it's it's like saying, hey, I don't have a brother. We've all humanity as a whole is only as strong as its weakest link, 
right? You've got always got to look out for. And hey, I totally I understand. I can't look out for everyone who's always, as weak as me. I That's totally understand everybody who's like, oh, I like loot boxes. Why would we get rid of them? But let's be honest here. You could get the same. Like we were just talking today about how nice it would be to have MW2's system of earning stuff back. We did just talk about that. Yeah. How much? How nice it would be to have skins that you you. You, you, know, you see a person with a certain skin, you see somebody with blue tiger, you know they spent the time to grind that out. They put in the work. And I feel like that was so much more valuable than seeing somebody with like, I see a skin now, I'm like, whatever, you know, for the most part. I think Fortnite did, has a good, done a good job with it. And it's, I wouldn't mind yeah, that system yeah. entirely. In, it's in, in, they give a great yeah. way to earn skins. You can also mm. buy skins if you want them. Right. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, I'm okay with that. Because it's not loot boxes. That's literally all I'm saying. I think for me, it's yeah. like I like the economy side of things, uh-huh. and I have responsibility. I don't right. open of cases. Course. Of so, course. Yeah, I, I see, see what you mean. I, I, I feel like there's a way to maintain an economy without loot boxes. If they can find a way to somehow be like Fortnite, but also give us, because Fortnite does not have an account. You can't mm-hmm. buy and sell skins mm-hmm. for real life cash. You right, can buy right. and sell accounts illegally. Mm-hmm. If we could somehow mesh Fortnite and CSGO well, without loot boxes. Here, off the top of my head, real quick, real quick. What if, Fort Go. what if every time you level up or every, you, you grind out. You get $5. No, no. <laughs> like every time you level up to get a random item. Let's say, hey. It's just not fair because some people will then RNG their way to these expensive items. And, and they, you're saying loot boxes are more fair than <laughs> that? I don't know. <laughs> they aren't. I, I can't have this debate because I don't, I, there's not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but uh-huh. I am, you know? Yeah, I feel that. We're not going to reach, that. if we yeah. can find a middle ground, I think there's uh-huh. something there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to have to, we're going to see where this goes. It's going to be right. a while too. All right. One of these days, I'm going to walk in with a, with a cork board, red lines connecting yep, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is my plan for loot for loot boxes. Freaking, uh, what's that guy's name? What's Josh? Uh, Josh <laughs> Holly or what's you guys? The freaking first guy to make the anti loot box. Josh oh, Holly. Jim, Jim Sterling. No, no. He the first anti loot box law video we had was on that that U.S. senator Josh Holly. Oh, oh, Josh okay, Hawley, yeah, yeah. U.K. government Fortnite CS:GO no loot box. We're gonna have a freaking <laughs> a freaking cork board and we'll be right Randy here. in there somewhere. Randy's gonna be off on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With all strings to him. <laughs> Somehow loot boxes are all random <laughs> for default. So, yeah, we'll see where it goes. I'm yeah, excited, true, and I think true. it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right, all right. So, like last week, we're going to wrap it up with a couple questions, a little bit of housekeeping. going to keep it real brief because I, I admit it feels like we ran a bit long yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So we, we'll we, did, we did debate a little we bit. We like talking yeah. back. In, oh, yeah, thank true. you guys as well yeah, uh, for subscribing. But also, I think our last podcast was one of our most viewed ones. So, mm-hmm. thanks, guys. We're, uh, we're out here. Yeah, shout out. Thank you guys so, so much. Hit yeah. me with those questions, Dan. Yeah, real quick. Going to call out one guy specifically who had a question for you on the last podcast. You know, if you got a question for Jake, drop it in the comments. Let us know what's good. Anyway, Isaac Crane shouts out, like, what do you think the future will hold for CSGO and the pros and the teams? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to extrapolate this out and kind of shorten it a little bit. Okay. Where do you see CSGO in five years? Whew. All right. Thanks, Isaac, for the question, by the way. And mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to keep this quick as, uh, as well. Um, I do think, now, again, I don't, I don't necessarily want this, but I do right. think eventually if it does work out and the esports bubble does not pop, we're going to see more semi-franchise type things for mm-hmm. um, a lot of esports out there. It just it seems a general direction. Uh, League of Legends, Overwatch, Call of Duty, pretty right. much any, right. any semi-League of Legends league is now franchising even their smaller leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, and some sort, of, some sort of pay model where organizations pay in and they get rev share out as well. So I think CSGO could approach that. Where do I see CSGO in five years? It's such a tough question because I do think it's a growing esport. I Mm. do think it's a long-term esport. I can't give you any guarantees, of course. Mm. I I do think it'll be around. I do think it'll still be a very popular game. I think in terms of the tournament scene, we're going to see a lot more of the franchise setup. Uh, again, that's so tough though because I've only been in the scene for four years. So right, for me, it's right. almost impossible to see that far out. See, but yeah, it's such a long time. Right? Well, that's, I, such, I, that's such the weird thing about I almost can't answer that. I don't know who like a decade ago would say like, oh yeah, Dota Two is still going to be right? one of the biggest right? games in the world. And there's there's no way uh-huh. I agree with you so much. Yeah, there's no way yeah. I could ever say uh, to a game, oh, this will last for ten years. Uh-huh. But there are games that are lasting. I mean, for 10 people years were plus. saying that about Fortnite, and look at what Fortnite is doing right now. Yeah, and. RuneScape. Yeah. I never would have uh-huh. thought RuneScape would last nearly 20 years, mm-hmm. like when I was playing as a kid. One thing I will say very lastly, closing point, yeah, yeah. I think we'll see a lot more up-and-coming young pro players. I would like that. Across all scenes, yeah. like 16-year-olds taking on mm-hmm. pro mm-hmm. pro stuff. So, All right. Yeah, like I said, we're keeping it brief, so just gonna, I'm just going to roll into this last question because right. we get it a lot. Uh, what's the best way to get in touch if you have a story or want to send us something Woo! or whatever, right? Woo! All right, real quick, follow us on Twitter, Esports Talk. Look us up. Shoot us a DM. I always I keep I monitor those. I try to respond every time somebody reaches out. 
just because, you know, and we always really appreciate it. You can always also reach us at media at esportstalk.com if you want to send us an email real quick. We won't always reply to every DM, but he will see every DM. Right. Also uh, on Twitter, my Twitter as well, mm-hmm. uh, Jake Sucky. Right. It's, I don't I didn't want to say it, man. <laughs> Jake I Lucky know. is taken, so, I, uh, yeah. I can see parents, the, pain, yeah. the pain on your God, face. It, like, it was such a mistake, but I can't go back. Uh-huh. You guys can also DM me as well. Any stories right. we do, we, we'll see them. Um, right. So yeah, we appreciate any story people do send to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have had a couple people uh, say they want to send us something. We are getting a PO box set up at the moment. Yep. So if anybody, so if anybody wants to reach out, send us a thing. We're getting that set up. PO box coming soon. Put together and uh, merch coming soon as well. Yeah, yeah, very, very soon. Once again, got the jersey on the wall behind us. Got two of the shirts on my desk right now, yep. and got the hoodie theoretically in the mail. Going to arrive on Monday. The final sale. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we should be seeing some merch on sale very soon. And then we got a new guy covering Rainbow Six yeah, Siege and more yeah. stuff coming soon. So it's been a huge time over here, guys, mm-hmm. and more stuff coming. Guys. Well, speaking of stuff coming, we actually got a huge announcement. If you, you know, oh, I'll, true, I'll, just, true. I'll, just, I'll just hop right into it. So we've partnered with the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network just to, you know, for everybody out there who's been saying, hey, we'd love to listen to you guys on the go. When are you guys going to be on iTunes? We've partnered with Prediction. So now we are on their iTunes feed. So anytime you want to listen to us, just look up Prediction spelled. It's uh, two E's actually spelled like the normal wor- word otherwise. Yep. It's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. And, you know, we're going to have new episodes of the podcast every week on Tuesdays around 4 p.m. Not to worry, though. Video podcast not going anywhere. It's still going to be up on the channel. Still on YouTube. Every single week. You know, you're still going to see Jake and me complaining and Jake's chugging five energy drinks. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, but just yeah. a way for us to kind of expand to more ears out there mm-hmm. and, uh, go, of course, more accessibility to all of you guys who cannot watch on the go on right, YouTube. You don't have unlimited data like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so huge shouts to them guys as well. So <laughs> Was that a flex? <laughs> no, no. All, all oh, you, wait, all you got, plebs, you no, don't no. have any... In- in- <laughs> All of you guys who don't have unlimited data, like me, I don't. Uh, okay. That does sound weird. Yeah. I don't have unlimited data. I can't watch YouTube on the go. So true. Yeah, neither can I. Yeah. So uh, um, anyway, let's wrap it up here, Zan. Cheers yeah. to you, my guys. That everything. Yeah, cheers. I, I believe. Oh, you know what? Shout out real quick, new listeners, because this is the first episode going up on iTunes. Thank you so much for checking us out. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to see some more of our content? We are Esports Talk over on YouTube, EsportsTalk.com. Look up Esports Talk on Twitter, Facebook. We're chilling. You know. All right, enough of an outro. We need to get out of here. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you Uh so much for watching. Thank you. We'll see you back here next time, same time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.